Welcome back to Label on Fire, your go-to source for achieving financial independence and retiring early with confidence. In today's episode, we'll dive into the crucial topic of spending down your retirement accounts and how to strategically maximize your financial security. Welcome to Label on Fire with Label Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Label on Fire. And joining us in this discussion is Label Sternbach on Label on Fire. He's an enrolled agent with the IRS and the author of a couple of books entitled Financial Anxiety. And the second one is called Authenticity. The website is yields4u.com. Label, welcome back. And many of our listeners have been wondering how to prioritize withdrawing from their various retirement accounts, such as 401ks, the IRAs, and taxable accounts. You know what? I'll just pause right there. Let's just take them one at a time, and I'll take a breath. So let's first talk about 401ks. Sure. Let's uh, again. When it comes to financial planning, when it comes to making sound financial decisions, right? It's you got to look at the whole, and then you got to look at the individual, right? And it's in life, a lot of us develop skills. Some of us are big picture people. Some people are detail oriented. When it comes to retirement, you really got to be both, right? You got to have the details right, and you have to have the big picture in mind because the big picture often changes the answer to the details. And sometimes the details will change the big picture, right? And so you really, you're playing calculus instead of doing algebra. And so the question of, when we ask the question, where should I spend my money first, right? What accounts should I spend first? You've got a number of ways of answering this, but what I'm going to, again, what I'm going to again harp on is you got to have a way for making these decisions, right? Which specific account you use may not necessarily be as important as what the outcome is and what the reason is where you're trying to go. If you have a 401k account, but it's sitting in cash, right? Or something that's equivalent of cash, but, and then you have an IRA account that's very aggressively investing and is growing at an exponential rate, more taxable account, right? That's going to change the order of which accounts you should spend down first. I'm going to talk about high level. I'm going to talk high level, some general rules. But mm-hmm. I want you to think about is that, again, it's really about your lifestyle and making sound decisions, right? And you need to have a way of going through and making these decisions, right? And it's something that I talk about throughout my writing. It's something I talk about in my book, Living with Financial Anxiety. I have courses specifically on how to do this in retirement. But when we talk about retirement account spend down, when we're talking about spending down your money and how do you decide which accounts do you spend first, you're really, you've got two factors that you've got to answer the question for. The first one and the biggest one is what is your retirement account balance? And this is your 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, traditional IRAs, not Roth IRAs. What are the things that the IRS is going to subject you to required minimum distributions? Mm -hmm. And that is the first question that you got to ask because all your other accounts, you can control when you get taxed on those. Your IRAs, your retirement accounts, you don't control when you get taxed on those and you don't control the minimum amount that you have to take out. Because when you turn uh, 73 or 75, depending on when you were born, but when you turn that age, the IRS requires that you take required minimum distributions from these accounts. 
and that required minimum distribution. In the first few years, it's only a few percent, right? It starts out about 4%, slowly increases. But pretty quickly, by the time you're in your 80s, and as, especially as you start getting higher up, it starts becoming 20, 30, 40% of your account balance. And when it gets that high, right, with the intention of draining your accounts, when it gets that high, you start paying significant amounts of money because now you've had 20, 30, 40, 50 years to accumulate assets in these accounts and they're growing. And as you get older, you're probably spending less. And so if you have a high balance, you can easily be pulling out two, $300,000 at a time. And you're like, wait, I don't even have that much. You might have that in 20 or 30 years. And all of a sudden you're pulling that out to pay taxes, right? Just to pay income tax. And you go from right now, maybe you're the 12 or 20% tax bracket somewhere over there, effective tax rate in retirement, right? Later on in retirement, when you're not really spending any money, you're all of a sudden in the highest tax bracket possible. And the person who's benefiting the most from your retirement savings, your life of hard work is Congress and not you or your family. Question number one, right? What's your retirement account balance? What are your RMDs going to be? Just project them out, right? Project out. Say if I had, if I was growing my retirement accounts at a steady 5%. And what would the required minimum distributions be on that? And that's going to tell you, do I need to spend these down or not? And then say, okay, how much is my annual income going to be? Adjust it for inflation. And if your annual income is less or significantly less than your required minimum distributions, then you're going to have to spend that down and you're going to have to do Roth conversions, right? So generally speaking, you want to prioritize your retirement accounts. And then after that, you're going to prioritize your taxable accounts. And then you're going to prioritize your Roth accounts for distributions. Sometimes you may flip that around or you might mix and match the taxable and the Roth, depending on whether you got tax loss harvesting and you've been good about that where the taking money out of your Roth doesn't have a tax consequence. And again, right, maybe you want to leave money to your beneficiaries, in which case that would also change that equation. But priority, retirement wow. accounts, taxable accounts, and then Roth accounts. That's a big deal. And I know we've done entire shows on the required minimum distribution. But for those who may have just joined us, and maybe they even heard you talk about that, what is the RMD can you give us a Reader's Digest version? The Reader's Digest of the requirement minimum distributions is when you are working, you got a tax deduction for putting money into your retirement accounts. That means that you got to save more because it reduced how much you had to pay in taxes and you didn't pay taxes on the money that went in. In retirement, Congress says you can't hold on to that money forever. You, We know that you think maybe you have enough money with Social Security and your pension and you just need a little bit, but that doesn't matter. We want our pound of flesh. And we're going to force you to drain your accounts in your lifetime. And if somehow you have the gall to die before draining your accounts, we're going to force your beneficiaries to drain it within 10 years of inheriting it. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, those beneficiaries are there in their peak working years when that happens. So that bumps those distributions, bumps them to the highest tax bracket. Now, RMDs, right? Again, it's a required minimum distribution. So IRS says, look at your account balance as of December 31st, and we're going to give you a number. And you have to multiply that balance by that number. And that's what you're going to have to take as a distribution. And if you don't take that distribution, there is going to be a tax penalty. Historically, that was 50% with wow. the Secure 2.0 Act. 
it's been reduced. It's anywhere from 15 to 25%, depending on, we'll see how the rules actually come out. But let's assume that you're going to have a 25% tax penalty for not taking it out. So generally speaking, there's no reason not to take out your RMDs unless it would push you into beyond the 25% tax bracket or effective tax rate. Then you can start deciding maybe to skip RMDs and pay just the penalty. But either way, the Congress wants you to take that money out. And you can look it up. You can look up what that table is. Just Google the uniform life expectancy table, RMD table. You'll see it online. I think on our website, we've got a spreadsheet that you can, a Google spreadsheet you can access to plug in your numbers. You can get plugged in by going to yields4u.com. And Libel has a number of special reports there that speak specifically to the RMDs. We're talking about that. We've talked about Roth conversions as a part of this plan to optimize your financial situation in retirement. But I haven't heard you mention Social Security yet and how how it fits into retirement for a lot of people. Yes, yeah, so Social Security is an important component of retirement income, right? For the vast majority of retirees, it makes up a significant portion of their income. And even for the people who, you know, their yearly expenses, their annual expenses are well in excess of what they're getting from Social Security, it provides an important safety net, right? They know, okay, my essentials, my roof overhead, my food on the table, my gas money is covered by Social Security. Now, here is a thing with Social Security, right? Lots of people, there's lots of opinions out there of when you should take Social Security, take it, you know, when you turn age 62, because you don't know when you're going to die, wait until age 70. So you get the biggest check. At the end of the day, I think the way that you need to answer that question is you need to look at your lifestyle. And then you need to look at your retirement accounts. And you say, what is going to help me more? Is delaying going to help me more? Is taking early going to help me more? I have people who come to me who they don't have significant retirement savings or they don't have enough. And so they, for them, even though they don't have such a large social security check and taking a reduced check at 62 would significantly reduce their check, but because it takes a burden off of their retirement savings and allows their retirement savings to grow for longer, Mm -hmm. has a significant impact on their retirement lifestyle. And it literally is the difference for some people between running out of money in retirement versus being able to live comfortably and leave something to their beneficiaries, all because they took a smaller check earlier and were able to allow their retirement accounts to accumulate. For other people, right? It's I tell them delay as long as possible because your widow or widower needs that higher check when they die because you have 60% or 70% or more of your income coming from Social Security and when the higher earning spouse dies, the surviving spouse, they get that, but they lose theirs. And so all of a sudden, they have a deficit of 30 40% of their income, and they may not have the savings to make up that difference. So for some people, delaying is the most important question. And so, again, when we look at Social Security and we look at Roth conversions and we look at RMDs and all these things, they work together, right? Which accounts you should spend down first? Look at your Social Security and see maybe delaying your Social Security a little bit or taking it earlier will have a significant impact on when to do that. What I will leave you with is this thought, right? You've got to you got to plot these numbers out side by side. You got to run multiple scenarios. Don't go crazy with your scenarios, but see what happens if you delay social security by a year or you take it a year earlier. Right? What happens if the 
first year or two of your retirement, you have a negative balance instead of a positive balance. What if you just, you had zero, right? You made, took your time taking your money out of your 401k and reinvesting it. And what, what does that do to your retirement account balance over the lifetime of you and your spouse? Projected out 20, 30, 40 years and see what that looks like. Right, because that will oftentimes change the decisions you make because the decisions you're making today, they're not for tomorrow. They're not even for five or 10 years from now. They're for 15, 20, 30 years from now. And I know I can hear you thinking, but that's too far in the future. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive. And right. it's true. You may not be alive, but guess what? Medicine's getting better and is something like 10% of Social Security beneficiaries are over the age of 100. So wow. whether or not you personally live that long or your spouse does, the chances are that there's a small probability that happen. And if it does happen to you, you do not want to be the one who's in some low cost Medicaid nursing home because you didn't, you weren't a proper shepherd of your assets. And what it just takes doing the hard work, doing the hard work, asking the hard questions. You're painting an interesting picture. Do you have tools like that at yieldsforyou.com to help to navigate that you mentioned 10, 15, 20 years out? Yeah, so on yieldsforyou.com, you go to the resources section. We have a bunch of guides. We have a bunch of tools. We're even coming out with an app that you'll be able to download. It'll help you answer some of these questions. We're always coming out with more stuff. So check the resources section, check the classes section. Um, and we got a ton of stuff over there. And if you have a question that you don't see a resource for, shoot us an email or use the little chat button because chances are we'll create one for you because that's how we get all our great ideas is from our listeners. Well, he is Label Sternbach. He is a best-selling author of Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity. The website is yields4u.com. That's yields, the number four, the letter u.com. We've just scratched the surface today, and I want you to join us next week as we talk about investing in retirement and some of the biggest mistakes investors can make that could cost them thousands of dollars. Yes, investing in retirement. I'm Freddie Bell. He's Label Sternbach, and this is Label on Fire. If you would like to see how the Yields for You team can help you get off the Wall Street roller coaster and save you money on taxes so you can live the life of your dreams, book an appointment online at yieldsforyou.com. That's yieldsforyou.com or call 410-914-4894. That's 410-914-4894. Yields for You is a registered investment advisor in the state of New York and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.